0: reformed church john 17 14 this is jesus praying um it's important to know when you read this chapter jesus is praying but he's sort of speaking prophetically because he's speaking as if he had already died on the cross and he's saying like father i'm coming to you now and like as almost like he's ascending right now he talks about the time that he was in the world as if it were like a past tense thing even though presently he hadn't died on the cross he hadn't finished the work he wasn't ascending to the father so he's sort of praying prophetically um and it says in verse 14, I have given them, referring to his disciples, I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. And that, that is a truth for believers. I'm not going to go into the specifics of this verse because there's more I could say about this, but um, he said they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Because, you know, we have the same power, the same personality, the same everything as Jesus now, and that's something that we've, been, we've received through the cross, right? So he said that we're not of the world the same way that he's not of the world. So proportionally to how Jesus is not of the world, we are also not of the world. But he goes on. So it's important to note that first, right, that we aren't of the world. We're we're not from this world. The power that we work in is not of this world. For verse 15, it says, um, It says, I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil. So that's just him praying that, you know, if you really think about what you want and what people in general in this world want, It's not that there's necessarily a problem with living on this planet. The problem that people have is the suffering on this planet and all the evil that's in it, right? So that's why Jesus is saying um, it's not about taking them out of the world, out of the setting, but it's about keeping them from the evil that's in it, right? But then in verse 16, it says, They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Verse 17, Sanctify them through your truth. Your word is truth. Now, the thing I just want to point out very quickly is just in verse 17, he says, sanctify them. The word sanctify, um, I was even just looking at this, uh, even this morning, but the word sanctify there is actually talking about, um, it's kind of like saying, separating us from all the unclean things, sort of. That's sort of like the vibe of the word. It's sort of like, you know, bringing them out from amongst the defiled things. So it's, it is talking about sort of a, a consecration and sort of making something special, right? And if you notice, though, he had already said, though, that we're not of the world, and yet he's still asking, he's saying, sanctify them, right? So why why is it that if Jesus is saying that we're already not of the world, that we would need any more setting apart? Because it doesn't seem contradictory at first that he's saying, they're not of the world the same way that I'm not of the world, and yet separate them, sanctify them. But he's saying, sanctify them by your truth, your word is truth. So it seems at first like there's a clash there with what he's praying. It seems contradictory, but really what he's talking about is he's saying that we're not of the world already, that we have the Spirit of God on the inside of us, and as New Covenant believers, we are already been recreated in an image in our spirit right now that is not of this world. But externally, though, But externally, though, even as believers, we can find ourselves living like the world lives, though. Because I think this actually goes for a lot of believers, and you know, it's unfortunate. But a lot of believers, despite the fact that they are not of the world at all, they are not like their peers at school, they are not like their peers at work. Yet their life, many of them, the way they walk and the way that they talk, looks. And I'm not just saying even morally, okay? Because you know, sometimes we only apply this to morality, but in in their reactions to circumstances, in the way that they live, in the way that they talk, it, it it. it's almost identical in a lot of ways to the world. So that's where that sanctification comes. And he's talking about externally. And he's saying, because they're not of the world, why should they walk like the world? Because they're not of the world, why should they go through the same evil and suffering that's in this world the same way that everybody else does? If they're not of the world, then, Father, renew their minds by your truth so that they can walk sanctified, so that they can walk holy even as I am holy. You see, holy doesn't just apply to morality. Holy is just talking about being set apart, and all he's saying here is that, you know, if you're really of heaven, then, you know, why should you want to walk like the earth? Why should you want to walk like everybody else? You know, again, last last week's uh, uh, message I just titled, uh, you know, it's not good enough anymore, because truthfully, that is the feeling that every believer should have. That if I'm of heaven now, if I'm not of this world, then I don't want to live like everybody else lives. And I don't want to go through what everybody else goes through. And that's why Jesus is praying, hey, they're not of the world, but Lord, I want you to keep them therefore from the evil in this world. So it's like it's, it's, it's a twofold thing. He's saying, if you're not of the world already, then you know what? You shouldn't have to walk like the world and go through the same evil that this world goes through. Uh, if, if you're not of the world, then Father, I pray that Notice he says, sanctify them through your truth, your word is truth. He's just saying here that if they're not of the world, then I want you to give them your truth. I want you to renew their mind so that externally, on the outside, they can live sanctified. Um, And that is how that works, right? That if, if you're a believer and you, and again, I'm not just speaking about morally, it has to do with morals, but I'm talking about in, I'm talking about in, in health, I'm talking about in our reaction to circumstances, in the way that we talk, in the way that we handle things, uh, in, in, in our emotions as far as uh, you know, the depression of this world and the sadness of this world and even the joy of this world, which is a joy that's taken from physical things. Every, everything about this world, if we're not of this world and you say, you know, I don't want to live anymore the way that this world lives and the, go through the things the world goes through, the only way to be sanctified externally or to walk separate, and to walk differently, is it says, by your word, your word is truth. And there's so much I could say about that, but all that's talking about is just having our minds renewed to who we already are, and the more that you meditate on these things day and night of who you already are, not meditating on something to aspire to something, not reading the teachings of Jesus so that you can aspire to do the things that he's teaching. That's not the way that it works. We're already not of this world. The more that we relate to that fact, right? It's not, you're like the world now, and so I'm, I'm listening to Jesus so that I can become more holy. That's not really what it's talking about. You already are holy. You already are set apart. The more that you renew your mind to that, the more that that comes out and the more that in your life you live sanctified and you'll live differently than this world lives. But the thing is, the reason why... Believers go through the same things that a lot of the world goes through and the reason why a lot of times our lives can look identical to that and we go through the same hardships and we, and we react to them in the exact same way is because we think the way the world thinks. Even though we're not like the world, we, st- we think sometimes like the world thinks. When there's a death in the family, you react exactly the same way the world reacts. When someone gets sick, you react exactly the way the world reacts. We had somebody one time at church where they fell over and fainted in the middle of service. And you know what? Everybody's reaction was pretty much the same way the world reacts, apart from a lot of nervous speaking in other tongues, pretty much. Uh, it was gasps, and it was, there was no confidence. There was no authority. There was no, this is okay because you know Jesus did something about this. We react to things, we go through things because we think like the world thinks, despite the fact that we're not like the world. So just because a believer may think many times the way the world thinks, and that therefore may be hindering them from walking in how different they are from the world, they really are already different from the world. This is not about making yourself something more or becoming something more. Or, or, or uh, The word transformation in the Bible doesn't mean becoming something more. It just means that on the outside, your form, Is changed to reflect who you already are in Christ so um, but that's your answer right there if you were one of those people that were like yeah no I don't I don't want to live like the world lives you know if if I'm if I'm of heaven I want to I want to live in the things of heaven I want to walk in those things and I want to I want to have the kind of you know authority in the way that I speak and I want to have the kind of confidence in the way that I speak that the way that Jesus does on the inside of me well you know what you're gonna have to get into the Word of God and meditate on the word of God and get the truth in your mind about who you already are. Because without that truth, there's not going to be any external sanctification. You see, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. That's your answer right there. That is your answer. It's only the truth of the gospel and your constant meditation on those things and your constant use of those things and maturity in those things. that's actually going to give you that external sanctification that you want to see in your life. But it's just going to take a change of thinking. And that change of thinking only comes with you using the Word of God. Uh, Come to church, listen to messages, read your Bible, but meditate. Meditate on these things. There's a difference between the person that gets up in the morning and reads their Bible and the person that reads their Bible but meditates. Meditation is, that is is what divides, uh, in, in the past I've used the word continuance, but meditation is what divides the people that mature in the Word of God versus the people that kind of like read their Bible here and there, but they kind of just never seem to grow. Because maturity, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, that maturity, having your mind trained, your senses trained, comes through use. And use just means thinking about it all the time. If you will think about who you are in Christ all the time, and the Lord will guide your mind, just so you know. But if you will think about it all the time, you will see it manifest in your life. We hope you enjoyed this message from Reform Church. If you have, please share this with someone else and help us get this unpopular message to the world. If you'd like to support Reform Church, you can do so at reforminus.com/give. Also on our website, you can take advantage of our free messages, articles, and even full discipleship courses. Start reforming your mind now at ReformInUs.com